Did you put your 2020 vision board in the bin? (laughs) Whether you had a vision board or not for 2020, I'm guessing that your plans were quite different from reality, no? (laughs) There we all were in January 2020, making grand plans, getting excited about the fresh year ahead. Little did we know the universe was about to pitch us more than one hefty curveball. So I get it if you're feeling like vision boards don't work. But here's the thing, my love, they do work. They still can, absolutely, if you do them right. Yes, even in a pandemic. You see, through the process of not manifesting some of the things from my 2020 vision board, I've actually learned even more about the law of attraction, and I'm going to share those lessons with you today. So in this updated episode, I'm not only talking about how to make a vision board the right way, but specifically how to do it in 2021. In other words, let's get you back to manifesting and let's curveball-proof your vision board. Let's do it. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. I don't know why I'm singing. (laughs) It's Corrie Javid, your business bestie, self-proclaimed, from CorrieJavid.com. How are you doing, my love? I hope this finds you well. If you celebrated Christmas, I hope you had a beautiful, magical time. And regardless, I hope you've been having a wonderful holiday festive season, spending some great family time, maybe doing some reflecting. It's kind of a reflective time of year. Maybe your attention is firmly turned to 2021 now. And maybe you're like, right, 2020, it was a thing. (laughs) But now I want to manifest with more intention in 2021, in which case you've come to the right place, my love. We're going to get all manifesty up in here. I really know what that means. <laughs> Sounds a bit weird, but um, <laughs> let's just roll with it. We are going to be talking about vision boards for 2021 specifically. How to make a vision board the right way in 2021. So before we dive into that, um, I don't know if you joined me for my festive soiree inside of our Facebook group a couple of weeks back now, um, but I was talking about manifestation there. And at the point that I'm recording this, although I am recording this um, actually quite soon after that in in advance of taking some time off. So maybe it will have come back to me by now. But I said I was going to share the one thing that I'm manifesting this Christmas. And do you know that one thing still hasn't come back to me? So anybody who was on the live stream will know that was a total facepalm moment where I'm like, okay, so what are we talking about today? I'm going to share with you the one thing I'm manifesting this Christmas. And I was like, yeah, I'm pulling a complete blank. And I thought, well, maybe it's just because I'm doing a live stream. Sometimes our brains can do weird things. And then by the end, I was like, yeah, I still got nothing. (laughs) I still don't know. I've been through all of the things that it could have been and just none of them sound right to me. I feel like I was going to be try and be a bit clever and maybe I shouldn't have done that. Um, and make and I was using it to make a point about something with respect to manifestation. It wasn't going to be like necessarily like one 
tangible thing that I'm manifesting. And I still, I just have to laugh at myself because I just still don't know. Uh, I mean, it's luckily, it's lucky I'm not an easily embarrassed person, right? <laughs> uh, in case you need it, some permission not to remember things um, <laughs> like me. So anywho, we are going to be talking, I tell you what I can remember. I can remember all of the things that we need to know about how to manifest um, in 2021. I I don't I don't forget how I just forget what what I was gonna say. Uh, anywho, we are here to talk about manifestation, and before we dive in, like I know, and I've talked about this before on the show, right? But I know that it could feel like, given the kind of year we had in twenty twenty, that is it even possible to manifest with intention during those kind of or these kind of depending what we don't know what we're gonna be getting in twenty twenty one, right? in these kind of times? The answer is absolutely yes. My mastermind ladies, just as one pool of women as an example that I can use for you, have manifested the shit out of 2020. Like, they've had some incredible manifestations with intention um, over there in that group. Like, one of them, I got them to set quarterly intentions as they came into the mastermind which is around the end of September, beginning of October. And one of them, within just a, a, a few short weeks, like, I, I can't remember exactly how many, but way before the end of the quarter, like, way before, like, at least a month before, I was like, oh, I, I just achieved all of my intentions, just manifested them all. I guess I need new things. <laughs> Good problem to have, right? Um, and so it's not just me that's been manifesting with intention this year. My mastermind ladies, my clients... I call them, you know, my mastermind ladies are my clients. Same, same. Everybody who I have been working with this year has manifested with intention. Now, it hasn't always been everything, of course, that they were expecting at the beginning of 2020, but they did all have a really strong manifestation year. So much goodness, so many achievements. Like I mentioned on the last show, I got them to do their achievement lists and they were all blown away by their own like magic of manifestation. Um, it's a thing. So I really want to just bring that to you. I want you to be manifesting with the same amount and degree of, of intention and with the same amount of success. So let's talk about vision boards and the role that they can play in your manifestations in 2021, because I know at this time of year, it's quite a nice activity to do, isn't it? To really start thinking about what do you want 2021 to be like and then create a vision board accordingly. So I don't know if you know this, I don't know if you've heard me mention this before, but the hands down most popular episode of this show, now it's not the most most downloaded, but it's the most downloaded without kind of another reason, which I'm by which I mean like it's not a, an episode that we've promoted in any way. So we've got a couple of episodes that are more downloaded, but it's because we've promoted them in a really big way, right? So the episode that is just a fan favorite, shall we say, and through no particular promotion of me or the team, um, has always been how to make a vision board the right way. And so I was thinking about what you might be doing at this time of year, what you might need and what I'm doing at this time of year. And I'm looking at my vision board and I'm thinking, well, I'm getting ready to create a new one. I thought, let's bring this episode back, but let's also bring it up to date contextually because obviously when I created that episode I think it was it must have been in 2019 I should have looked that up shouldn't I should know it wasn't last year anyway it wasn't or it wasn't 2020 I'm already talking about 2020s if it's last year and I'm recording this still in 2020 <laughs> um 
But it was before all of the shit hit the fan in the world, right? So um, so there's no contextual relevance in that episode, although I stand by everything I said in it. It's all accurate and true. It's actually, I, I went back and re-listened to it. It's a really great episode, if I say so myself, so no wonder it's so popular. Um, but what I thought I will do for us today is bring you back this episode, even if you've listened to it before, maybe when it came out or since then, definitely re- re-listen. It's going to really inspire you and give you all of the um, know-how in terms of the mistakes that people make with vision boards and how to make it the right way. And by right way, I mean how to make it in a way that it's going to actually work for you as a manifestation tool. So um, I thought, let's bring it back to the show right now. It seems like the perfect timing, but then I'm going to update this episode by joining you at the other end of that content to give you a little update on like what I did and didn't manifest from my vision board in 2020, what I've learned and what you can do to be making sure that your vision board works for you in 2021 and now with this kind of like new world that we are living in. So join me on the other side of all of this goodness for that. But don't skip through even if you've listened to it before, because trust me, it's worth a refresh. It's worth re-listening to so that you've got all of that top of mind if you're considering going into creating a vision board. And even if you're not considering creating one, you may well be convinced after you've listened. So I'm going to see you on the other side um, for that little 2021 update. Let's get into the main episode. Corrie here from corriejavid.com. Welcome back to the show. Are you having a beautiful summer? I hope so. We spent the day today at a country summer fair and it was so excellent. There were teeny tiny miniature horses which were just so adorable. There was donkeys, there was randomly camels. Not a staple of an English country fair, but camels were there nonetheless. There were all sorts of poultry to look at. There was falconry, which was really incredible. Actually quite hilarious because (laughs) one of the birds went AWOL for a while, uh, which led to much nervousness from the guy doing the falconry demonstrations. And that was actually quite amusing. The bird did return. It was fine. But anyway, so we're having a beautiful summer over here, doing all those wonderful summery things. I hope you're having a fabulous summer. (laughs) So today's show is all about how to make a vision board the right way. And the reason I'm doing this episode is for you, my love, because you ladies have requested this. So I mentioned my vision board a couple of episodes back on the five of my favorite manifestations episode. We'll link that up in the show notes in case you didn't hear that one. And I talked briefly about my vision board and some of my experiences of using a vision board as a manifestation tool in that show. And I've had loads of questions and loads of requests to dig into this topic more. And I love talking about the law of attraction and manifestation. So I am happy to hook you up with what I know and what I've learned about using my own vision boards to great success. So that's what we're doing here today. But before we dig in and before I forget, I just want to talk to you briefly about the fact that perhaps where you are, schools are still out or perhaps they've actually gone back. But Either way, I know it's really easy to feel overwhelmed at this time of year. So I have two tips for you super briefly because I've been hearing lots of women feeling overwhelmed at this time of year trying to juggle 
business and kids, it can be more of a challenge for sure. The first and foremost thing is double down on your mindset work, double down on it. I know it's the easiest thing for our self-care practices. And yes, mindset is a form of self-care, but for anything like that to literally go out of the window as soon as our normal schedules and routines are disrupted. And the trouble is, is yes, you might feel like maybe you're having some downtime because you're off with the family and that's wonderful. But if you let your mindset practice slip, it's easy to feel like you're in a bit of a funk and not quite know why. And then get that kind of guilt where you feel like you want to be more present with your family and you don't know why you're finding that difficult. So don't do what I did a while back. I'm trying to remember when it was, but it was one of the school holidays that I just completely neglected my mindset routine and I was just feeling a bit there and then when I realized when the penny dropped I was like oh okay hopped back on the mindset wagon felt much better so if you're feeling overwhelmed if the juggle is real for you at the moment that's my first tip and the second tip is find ways to make your life easier say yes to help say yes to support I talk about that a lot on this show but it's because as women we don't say yes to that enough we try to do everything ourselves why do we do that stop doing that so if you want some help with either of those things and I have something that can help you go and check out the Limitless Mother template shop corriejavid.com forward slash shop because in there I have a number of things designed to help you to help you get the results that you want faster to help you shortcut things because you don't need to do all the googling and all the youtube searching and at this time of year more than any other time I think that we need those shortcuts so if I have something in there that's going to help you go and get it for yourself my love go and get that support or go and get what other kind of support that you need to be thriving instead of surviving. Okay, that's my little kind of public service announcement <laughs> out of the way. So let's talk about vision boards. Maybe you've created a vision board and you felt like it didn't work for you. Maybe you're just not convinced that they work at all, so you've never created one. Maybe you've created one, you quite liked it, some things manifested, some things didn't. Let's talk about this topic. Let's talk about how to make a vision board the right way. Because here's what I know, there actually is a right way to go about it and there's definitely a wrong way. So there are three top mistakes that I've seen and I'm going to help you avoid those. And then I'm going to share with you some of the key tips that will help you to manifest more effectively with a vision board. And I'll give you some examples of how some of these things have worked for me with my vision boards. And then I'm also going to pair this with how you can actually use your vision board because it's not just about creating it and then forgetting about it. There's actually many different ways that you can use it to help you manifest what you want. Okay, let's get to this. So what even is a vision board? I feel like we should just start there. Just in case you're listening, you never made one, you're like, what is she talking about? You're thinking, maybe this episode's not for me. Have a listen, see what you think. So a vision board is quite simply a board. Now, it could be a physical board or it could be a virtual board. You could have a physical like pin board or I use a big, huge size of poster board for mine. Or you could make a virtual board on the likes of Pinterest and pin things to it. But it's a place where you can gather together and collect and curate images 
with the purpose of manifesting those things. So that's what a vision board is. It helps you to literally see your vision of what you want and what you desire so that you can manifest it. So that's what a vision board is. I want to go straight into the three mistakes. I want to start there. Let's get them out of the way so that if you've been creating vision boards with maybe mixed or no results or you haven't created them because you're skeptical, let's talk about the three top mistakes to avoid first. Number one, you just aren't a visual person. So this is something that doesn't get talked about enough. So I know I use a lot of visualization techniques in my mindset practices, and I often recommend them to clients. However, something that I'm very aware of is that we don't all have the same capabilities when it comes to our mind's eye. And actually, I don't really want to call it a capability, because I think I'm pretty sure, I'm not a scientist today, but I'm pretty sure it's actually like an innate quality or skill that you have. And I don't think that it's something that you can actually learn. So for example, I have a really strong mind's eye. So if I look at something and then I close my eyes, I can see it really well. Now, this actually came in super useful at university because it meant that I could almost photographically memorize like notes for um, exams. Yay. (laughs) Um, Whereas my mum does not have a very strong mind's eye, if any at all. And now I actually know this to be true because we watched a program on TV about it a a long time ago. And there was a, at the end of the show, they invited you to go online and use this test that they'd created to see how strong your mind's eye was. And mine was way at one end of the spectrum, like really strong mind's eye, and hers was way at the other end of the spectrum. Now, the point of all this is that if you don't have a strong mind's eye, then a vision board might not work that well for you or it might, depending on how you want to work it. So um, you need to be aware of that though. And I'll talk when I get into the tips of the right way to use it, of how to use it if you have a strong mind's eye versus if you don't. Okay, so I want to just kind of make that clear. But if you aren't a very visual person, or if you're the sort of person, mind's eye or no mind's eye, if you're the sort of person who doesn't really learn visually, Maybe you actually learn better by the written word or the spoken word. You're more of an audio, audio, I don't know, there's probably a word for it, an audio learner. So if you aren't a visual learner or you aren't the sort of person who feels really kind of fired up by visual things and aesthetics, then a vision board might not be the best thing for you. So I'll come on to some examples of things that you could use instead that work along the same lines though. So some people can just look at an image and just not connect with it. So it depends whether or not you feel like actually you um, really love visuals. Like if you love something like Pinterest, maybe you are kind of the sort of person who it would suit. But that's one of the reasons why I think that sometimes vision boards fail is because any manifestation technique or tip is something that you need to try for yourself. And all of these things, any kind of like mindset work as well, it's down to personal preference. It's about finding what works for you. So just because, going off on a tangent here, just because forward gratitude journaling works so powerfully for me doesn't mean that I go ahead and subscribe it as like mandatory for all my clients, for example, because some of them would prefer other things. For some of them, meditating every day is the thing that really gets them. For some of them, 
speaking affirmations out loud is the thing that really works. So my point is that one of the reasons why vision boards don't work for people is just because it isn't suited to you. So once I've gone through the rest of the things to avoid and also how to go about creating one, if it's resonating with you, if you're loving the idea of this and the sound of this, then go ahead and make one. If you're feeling like, "Mm, not sure it's for me, you could go and try one and see what you think. Or if you're like, no, I just really don't think that actually having a board of visuals there is going to work for me, then fine. (laughs) You don't have to create one. There are plenty of other ways that you can go ahead and manifest anything that you desire. So that's that little caveat out of the way. The second thing to avoid, or the second reason why vision boards don't work sometimes is if you are just sort of doing it as an exercise for the exercise sake, rather than really feeling into it. So I have a client who was in an MLM company, so multi-level marketing And one of the things that they subscribed was you need to do a vision board. They're really heavily into mindset. So that was all great. But she felt like it was something that she had to do, like a box that she needed to tick. So she kind of just followed the instructions and created the vision board. But the vision board never really did anything for her. It didn't fire her up. Now, the whole point of a vision board is that you really want to be feeling into it, okay? If you can't look at a vision board and feel excited, feel grateful in advance, feel joyful, feel calm, feel something, then the vision board is not going to work for you, okay? So there's no point just kind of doing it as an exercise. Another example here is that I heard of a person, I heard of a lady once who went to a vision board making party. Now, nothing wrong with the idea or suggestion of that, but how the party was run was that a huge pile of magazines were plonked in the middle of the table and the women were encouraged to sift through the magazines, pull out things that they like and whack them on their vision board. (laughs) To me, that is really not the right way to go about it. I'll tell you the right way. But for me, all that you're going to do if you create a vision board that way is you're doing it kind of too much... um, being led by somebody else. And I don't just mean by the course facilitator there. I mean by whatever the editor of that particular magazine that you're leafing through decided that you should be interested in, right? And it's very easy then to get swayed into including things on your vision board that are actually somebody else's idea of success or some things that excite other people. It's not starting from you and really your vision board needs to start from you and what you truly desire. So if you're just doing it as an exercise in this way, it's not going to really work for you. And the third reason why vision boards often don't work is because they stress you the hell out. There, I said it. <laughs> so there was a, there was a bit of discussion going on about vision boards inside my group, the Limitless Mothers, over in Facebook. If you're not hanging out with us, what are you doing? Come and chill with us over there. And one of the women commented that her coach had thrown his vision board away. And I can totally understand that. And I can totally understand why someone might come to the conclusion that a vision board is a bad idea. And it's this, if you put something on your vision board and it's there in your environment every day, and perhaps every time you power up your laptop to do some work on your business, it's there looking at you. And if that vision board is actually making you feel like you haven't achieved that thing yet, if it's making you feel pressure to achieve those things, if all you see when you look at that vision board 
is the gap between where you are now and where you feel you should be or need to be or want to be that makes you focus on the lack. And that can build that feeling of pressure that you're just actually applying to yourself. But the vision board can be actually amplifying that pressure. And so actually, what a vision board is going to do in that case, if there's something on your vision board that makes you feel like, oh, I haven't done that yet, or oh, I'm never going to do that, or oh, I can't actually believe I'll do that. If there's anything on your vision board that makes you feel anything other than excited, it's time to either throw the entire vision board away or rip that particular picture off of it or delete it if it's a... If it's a uh, virtual vision board because actually it will work against you then and actually if that's the case if it's making you feel pressured or it's making you focus on the gap between where you are and where you want to be then guess what you are manifesting more of the gap. You're manifesting more of that pressure by it being there because you are focusing on and having an emotional response to the thing that you don't want, which is the feeling of pressure or the feeling of lack. So actually, a vision board can work very strongly against you if you aren't really intentional about how you use it and if you aren't really in tune with how it's making you feel. So those are my top three reasons why vision boards can really fail you. So number one, just to recap, was that actually you're not a visual person and whether that is either using your mind's eye or just it's not visuals that really excite you. Vision boards aren't for everyone. That's absolutely fine. That's cool. Okay. The second one is that you're doing it just as an exercise or to tick a box. You're not actually creating this vision board based on feeling. And we'll come back to that in a minute. And then the third thing is that your vision board is causing you to feel stressed out or pressured or focus on the lack. Okay, but having said all of that, vision boards, as I've talked about in my own experience, can work amazingly. I'm personally obsessed with my vision board. So I'm on my third vision board right now, having manifested a ton of the things on my past two. And when I say I manifested everything on them, I manifested everything on them that I truly wanted. If you want to hear more about what I mean by that, go and listen to that past episode where I talked about my five of my favorite manifestations. But I find them really effective for me because I'm a very visual person. Okay, so they work really well for me. So how vision boards actually work, let's talk about that. Because when you know how they work, then you know how you can use it so that it works for you. They are a manifestation tool. They help you to gain the three things that you need to be manifesting with ease. First, clarity, real clarity of what you truly desire. So going back to the three things to avoid, not something that you think you should want, like a picture of something, some material thing out of a magazine that doesn't actually do it for you. Not somebody else's vision of success, but what you actually want. So clarity. The other thing that a vision board that can give you if you're doing it in this right way is it can just really help you set that clear intention so not only this is what I want but this is what I'm going to manifest now if you can marry that with elevated emotions then what you're doing when you pair together 
A strong intention and an elevated emotion is you're becoming a vibrational match for the thing that you desire. So a vision board is simply a tool to help you with that manifestation process which uses the law of attraction to attract the thing that you desire to you. So there's lots of other ways that you can be doing this. You could be meditating, you could be just visualizing with no vision board, you could be journaling, you could be doing a guided meditation all manner of things that you can be doing to improve the intentionality with which you manifest things. But a vision board can work really well for you in this way to help you gain that clarity and intention. And if you bring feeling to the vision board, then you've got that third and critical component of an elevated emotion. And the other way that a vision board works is that it fires up your reticular activating system. So if you don't know what that is, it's the part of your brain that f- helps you filter in the things that are that it thinks you think are important. <laughs> so have you ever noticed, you probably haven't used this example before, it's a really easy, good example for your reticular activating system, when you decide you're going to buy a particular car and then you start seeing that particular car everywhere. Now they were everywhere before, but you're noticing them now because our brains are filtering information all the time and sifting and sorting and discarding things that it thinks you don't think are important. So as soon as you put something on your vision board and you look at it with intention every day, then you're firing up your reticular activating system. Now what this does is it helps your brain to go to town working for you so that it is subconsciously trying to find connections to the things that you want, ways and means of getting there, okay? And so the third way, and it kind of continuing on from having fired up your reticular activating system is that a vision board can also work by prompting you to find out more about the things that you actually desire. So often things that we desire that seem a little bit out of reach can forever stay out of reach because we never actually go to the effort of finding out, well, what would it actually take for me to get that thing? I'll give you an example. Uh, One thing that's on my vision board at the moment is a picture of business class um, on Qatar Airways because I am fully intending to manifest us a trip to Australia next year flying business class on Qatar Airways. So you can help me do this. I'll do a show when I announce that I've booked our flights. (laughs) So I've put that on my vision board because that's something that I am fully intending to manifest. Now, if I didn't put it on my vision board, it could be something that I kind of don't pay particular attention to. But because it's on my vision board and because of my reticular activating system, well, perhaps I might notice online or on Facebook or in my emails, wherever, deals for business class flights to Australia for example. So I might start noticing them instead of filtering them out. The other thing is, is it prompts you to do this research like I was just talking about. So I've actually gone ahead by sitting here one day, just gazing at my vision board. I thought, I wonder how much actually that is going to cost. And I went and did some Googling, put in some, you know, tentative flight dates and found out precisely how much it costs to fly a business class. In that moment, as soon as you know exactly what it's going to take to get you there, it makes it more real. And then your brain starts working on finding ways to make that happen. So if you don't have the details, it's much harder to manifest. So if you have no idea how much it's going to cost to do that, then how can you manifest that for yourself? Do you see? 
So those are the ways that a vision board actually work for you. But let's talk about how to do vision boards the right way. So I'm going to share with you both things that I think are literally essential for anyone doing a vision board to get it right so that it actually works for you. But also, I'm going to share with you some of the tips of little tricks and things that work really well for me that might work for you too. Okay, so the first and most fundamental thing that I think is important for anyone that is creating a vision board and wants to use it to manifest, because what's the point of making one otherwise, right, is to think first and choose your images second. So that's why that example earlier of the vision board party might not work very well unless you came prepared to that party, of course, is because if you are just looking around outside of you for inspiration, guess what? All sorts of other people's ideas of what you should or shouldn't want will filter in. Whereas if you start with you, what do you want? What do you desire? Start from there, make a list, and then find images that will help you to provoke that feeling. Now, that's a really important point. Listen to that. Note it down. Images that will provoke that feeling or emotion. Let me explain that further. When you are wanting to manifest anything, anything at all, it is actually because you are wanting to feel a certain way in that moment. I'll give you an example. So when I created the vision board that I have right now, I just started with a blank piece of paper and a pen. And I just tuned into that inner part of myself where all of my desires are stored up. And I just thought to myself, what do I want to manifest? What do I want for the next six months to a year? That's the kind of time frame that I like to use personally for a vision board. And I made a list, just jotted down words, phrases, things. And then from there thought about, okay, what kind of image would conjure up this feeling to me? So for example, one of the things I've already manifested off my new vision board is that I wanted to feel like our home was even more of a sanctuary. So I wanted it to feel tidier, if I'm totally honest, and better kept. And I'm going to be totally frank with you here. I suck at housekeeping (laughs) because I don't want to do it there. I don't want to learn how to be tidy. I don't want to learn how to clean. I don't want someone to do it for me. (laughs) But I really hate living in clutter and mess. So it's that kind of really annoying situation where the clutter and mess will annoy me, but not enough for me to actually do something about it. Anywho, So I thought to myself, okay, what do I want on my vision board? One of the things I want to feel like our home is a complete sanctuary. I'm such a home body, a home person. So that's really important to me. So I thought, well, what kind of image would I use to actually evoke those kinds of feelings? And so that's how I approached it. So for me, in this instance, well, I could have tidied a corner of my home and then taken a photo of how beautiful and tidy and tranquil it felt, but that would have involved tidying. (laughs) So instead, I went on good old Pinterest and was looking for sort of minimalist bedrooms and like that kind of you know, that kind of white linen and a bedside table that doesn't have a ton of stuff in it that's just got like a single book and a scented candle and maybe a crystal. And I put that on my vision board, just that feeling of serenity and peaceful tranquility at home. And guess what? 
Very shortly after, I manifested our new wonderful lady who helps us out twice a week and she cleans our home but she also tidies it and she is just an absolute gift from the universe and my home feels like that home already so yay. <laughs> but the point is I thought about first what do I want to manifest and then second how can I marry that up with an image that's going to really provoke that feeling. So when I even look at that image on my vision board now it's still makes me feel that kind of oh that kind of calm tranquility that's got the feeling that the air feels fresh even you know that kind of like airy light feel so go for your list first and then the images second and they must provoke feelings and emotions so I've been just talking about this but that is really absolutely fundamental to anybody creating a vision board so if you cannot find any images that provoke feelings or elevated emotions for you then perhaps the vision board isn't going to be working for you so another example here for me is one of the things that I wanted to manifest and I always have on all of my vision boards actually is travel is a huge one for me. I absolutely adore traveling with my family. And so we have a really great um, photo, that, a selfie that we took of the three of us on an airplane a couple of years ago now in on our way to Greece. And we just all looked so excited and the plane was about to take off. And I put that on my vision board every time because I want to keep recreating and keep manifesting that feeling of being off on an adventure together. But it really provokes that emotion for me. So don't forget that you can use photos of things that you've already done to spark that feeling of, yes, more of that, please. Okay, but an elevated emotional response is absolutely critical to become a vibrational match for the things you desire. So if you can't find imagery will do that for you, then that's why a vision board wouldn't work. So fundamental to your vision board working is having imagery on there that will provoke that kind of response. The other now this is a personal tip um, and of course it's completely up to you but for me I like having a mixture of experiences and things so I definitely have some tangible objects on there like the new car that I desire um, but I also have experiences on there so like holidays, like travel, like um, yoga. I have like somebody doing a yoga pose on my board just to kind of almost remind me to manifest more yoga in my life. <laughs> and don't forget, like manifesting is not always a, just some magical delivery from the universe. You can go and get off your backside and buy it or make it happen or do it too, right? So it's as much about that as it is um, about the universe providing some wonderful surprises too. But I like to have a mix of experiences and things on there. So you might want to think about that. And maybe if a vision board didn't work for you in the past, it's because you didn't get the right mix for you. The other thing, while we're on this topic, I want to give you a tip that is helping me to manifest physical things like tangible objects. So I talked about previously certain tangible things on my vision board were the things that just were not manifesting and I realize it's because I just didn't want them enough so they didn't provoke enough of a response for me so what I've done a little trick here that you might want to think about how you can make this work for you is on my last vision board I had a new car on there so just a newer version of the same car that I got because I love my car but I want a newer one now I had just a studio shot photography just off of Google of the car in like a white studio background and that was not doing anything for me. Now, on my current 
vision board, I have a photo of the interior of the car, but not just the interior. It's an, a styled shot. So it's out in the landscape somewhere. So it's it's taken from the driver's seat, looking at the interior, which is, by the way, this beautiful leather, Italian leather interior that I, makes me draw because I like that kind of tactile experience. But also it's looking out across a really great landscape. And it makes me feel like, yes, I can imagine us as a family in that car out in our adventures. Because when we ever go on any kind of driving holiday, and we, we always take my car. It's always my car that accompanies us on those kind of adventures. So can you see how I took something that wasn't working for me, wasn't provoking that response, that kind of just snapshot of the outside of the car and actually changed it around to, well, how do I want to experience that car? What is the feeling that I'm actually looking to create? And for me, it's the feeling of driving the car, the feeling of being in that car and being on that family adventure. So I'd love you just to have a think about how that might translate to some of the things that you are hoping to manifest. Now, the other thing that I think is actually critical, and this is going to sound funny when I share it with you, but I think it is critical to your vision board working for you is to make it pretty. (laughs) Now, the reason being is we do have a positive psychological response to things that are aesthetically pleasing to us. So if you're going to have something sitting in your space or literally in your face all the time, you want to make it really pleasing on the eye. You want it to make it something that you really enjoy looking at because then you're going to look at it more and also you're just going to feel that little bit better because it's pretty. So my vision board at the moment, it's my so it's my third vision board, and I'm obsessed with this one. It's super pretty. So since I cottoned on to this, I've made them a little bit better aesthetically every time. And this time it's just really beautiful. So it's wonderful to gaze at. The other little tip here that I have, so okay, this one's not essential, but this is something that's worked really well for me, is that I like to group like items together. So I have like a travel kind of corner to my vision board because that's important to me. And I have one that's more kind of lifestyle and health and well-being. But whatever you notice when you're making first of all your list and then gathering together and curating your images for your vision board, notice if there are any themes or groupings and put them together because it makes it easier for your mind to dwell on that whole topic and see them working cohesively together. Uh, Another quick tip, and this is not essential, something that I like to do is to use words as well. So on my current vision board, I have three graphics that I just went and created in Canva and had printed the same as I would have photos printed. So I had them done at the same time as the photos that I had printed for my vision board, just did it all in one, one go. And I made some really beautiful graphics, which helped to add to the beauty of my board. And two of them sit by side by side. One says I am a millionaire because you ladies know that that's something that I'm working on at the moment. And the one right next to it says dot, 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 because it's fun. And that just helps to remind me that the only reason that I am scaling and growing my business at this point is because it's fun. It's because it's fun to test the limits. It's fun to see what I can do without working any harder, without sacrifice and without hustle. So for me, those are things that I really want to keep front and center of my mind when I'm working on my manifesting. 
And I also have in the corner a really beautiful graphic that says limitless wealth. That just keeps me in tune with that feeling of abundance. But you could have absolutely anything on there that really speaks to you. So don't be afraid of using words to mix it up. Now, while we're on this topic of words, earlier I was saying, well, what happens if you're not a visual person? What happens if the, the kind of visuals, graphics, and images aren't doing it for you? Well, one of my clients instead has gone ahead and created a word board. So it's the same as a vision board, but she's just using words to provoke those feelings. So she went about it in the exact same process but because she feels like less of a visual person in that way, she finds that it's the words that inspire her more. So totally your call. You can mix them up or go with just words. Now, my last tip, definitely not essential, but something that I like to do, and I know we're all mothers, is get your kids involved. So my daughter has her own vision board too. And every time I create a new one, she creates a new one too. I think it's a really fun way of getting them involved with a bit of the woo-woo, talking to them about mindset, talking to them about the law of attraction or manifestation and whatever terms work for them. But I think that's a really fun activity to do as a family. But hey, you want to do yours on your own? You go ahead, my love. Okay, so those are some of my top tips for how to make a vision board the right way. Think first, choose your images second, choose images that provoke emotions. If you want to have a combination of experiences and things, make it pretty so that you enjoy gazing at it. Group like items together if you want and use words too and go ahead and get the kids involved. Now, there is another step and that is using your vision board. So you've created this beautiful vision board now what? And this is the thing that I think doesn't get talked about enough. People talk about, here's how to make a vision board or go and make a vision board. But then you're like, well, now what do I do with it? Do I just sit and look at it? Does it just sit there? What happens? <laughs> I've got you. Don't worry. I'm going to answer that question for you. So there are a number of ways that you can basically combine your vision board with your mindset practices in order to manifest the things that you desire. So here are some that I like to do. First and foremost, just sit and gaze at it. Sit and gaze at either the whole thing and just drink it in or gaze at one of the areas because I like to group mine together. Now for me, what I like to do sometimes then is to close my eyes, having been inspired by say one of the particular images, close my eyes and then visualize being there in that moment. Visualize that thing being true right now. And through that visualization, tap into how I am feeling. Because when we can feel now how we anticipate we will feel when the thing is reality, we are becoming a vibrational match for it. So that's one of the great ways that I love to use my vision board is just have a good old look at it then close my eyes and just transport myself to that place and time doing that thing having that thing being in that experience and the second way that I use my vision board is as a journaling prompt so if I'm doing some mindset based journaling and I'm doing some future based gratitude sometimes I will just take a quick look at my vision board pick something that stands out to me I use just my gut there just like what is feeling really magnetic to me today go with that and journal out some forward based gratitude like I am so happy that I am now flying to Sydney in business class luxury. I am so enjoying relaxing on these um, business class beds on this flight. I am so 
grateful to know that I'm going to arrive feeling so refreshed, having relaxed all of the way between London and Sydney. <laughs> you get the picture. So you can use it for as a journaling prompt. You can also use it as a journaling prompt to actually dig into, is there anything that is holding me back from manifesting this thing? Am I experiencing any resistance? So when you look at one of the things on your vision board, if you notice any resistance coming up, definitely dig into that. Definitely discover and shine a light on what's there so that you can unearth it, dismantle it and move through it. Because those will be the things that prevent you from having, doing or being whatever is on your vision board. The other way that I use my vision board is for goal setting. So I like to do goal setting quite sort of intuitively and based on how I want to feel and not based just on kind of crunching numbers. That doesn't do it for me. I need a big driver and a big why and some real soul behind my goals. So I like Anytime I'm goal setting, whether it's for the month or for the quarter, I like to look at my vision board and decide, okay, what on here do I want to tie to a goal? What on here is going to really motivate me? The other way that I use my vision board is to pinpoint the feelings that I want to feel and then cultivate them. So that's essentially what I was doing in that first example of visualizing and then recreating the feelings of already having the thing. But you don't even have to visualize to do that. You can look at the things on your vision board and just as you did when you were creating your vision board, so you decide you want a thing, then you need to think about, okay, what feeling am I actually trying to evoke here? So as you did that, as you were creating your board, then it makes it very easy to keep going back to it again and again. Because like I said, the more that you practice those feelings of having the thing before the thing is real, the quicker you will magnetize it to you. I'll give you an example. On my very first vision board, I created, you might laugh at me here, I, I don't care, I'm going to share with you. I created some fake testimonials. <laughs> when I created my first vision board, it was before I had even booked any clients in my business and hadn't yet received any money, hadn't yet received any testimonials. So I went and wrote out some fake testimonials, just made them in a graphic in Canva and said all the things that I would love to, would have loved to have heard from a client having helped her and worked with her, telling me about how things have changed in her business, how her mindset's changed and how much better she's feeling and how all these great things are happening now. Um, and I went and put them on my vision board. And so that was a way of me pinpointing, well, how would that make me feel while I was creating the board? But then using that board going forward, it was actually a very short time afterwards that I booked my first clients and then was receiving great testimonials from the women that I was working with. But it was wonderful because I had been practicing that feeling, practicing what it feels like to be just so grateful to get to work with such incredible clients, practicing that feeling of being so grateful to be doing what feels like my soul's work and to work in a way that lights me up and to feel like I'm making an impact on somebody's life. So your vision board can really help you in this way to pinpoint those feelings and help you to cultivate them so that you're a vibrational match for the very things that you desire. And then lastly, in terms of using your vision board, the other way that I use mine is to pinpoint the beliefs that I will need to get me the things that I desire. So for example, 
At the moment on my vision board, I have a photo of a beautiful house in France. My husband and I have talked about owning a house in France for some time, and it's something that we are strongly considering. Now, it's not a definite, so it's actually been quite a useful thing to put on my vision board because it is encouraging me to really look at, is this definitely something I want, first of all? Whereas when I put it on the board, I was like, yes, 100% want a house in France. But actually, as it's been on there for a couple of months now, it's been making me think, is that what I want? Do I want to be returning to the same place in France often? Would it be better to just rent somewhere really epic in France every now and then? Is that really what I want? So it's helping me actually to gain clarity on what I desire. But at the same time, let's just say that I was definitely 100% want to own this house in France. The way that it would help me with my beliefs is if I was looking at that and thinking, well, yeah, nice, but not sure it will ever happen. Oh, interesting. You see, I've got some belief work to there to do. And then I could think to myself, well, okay, what would I need to believe in order to manifest that well first of all I would need to believe that it's possible for me to earn enough money to own a house in France and then from there I can go and find out how much it would actually cost me which helps me to give a kind of bandwidth or a benchmark to my belief do you see um you could also have for example let's say you put on your vision board you wanted to write a book and you put the cover of your book on there now what is the belief system that you're going to need to have in place for you to be able to go ahead and write that book. Well, you're going to need to believe that you can, first of all, go ahead and and write that many words. You're going to need to believe that you have the discipline to write that many words. You're going to need to believe that you have a message that's worth sharing. Because if you've got any doubt there, you're not going to go and write that book. Do you see how your vision board can actually help you in this way to pinpoint the beliefs that you need to install in your mindset to support you in getting the thing. And so this is what does not get talked about enough around vision boards is how to go and blooming well use it once you've created it. So just to recap there, sit and gaze at it. Use it as a jumping off point to daydream if you want to. Use it as a jumping off point to visualize more strongly being in that moment of one of the things on there. Use it as a journaling prompt. Use it before goal setting. Use it to pinpoint the feelings that you want to feel so that you can work on cultivating them and recreating them and practicing them and therefore becoming a vibrational match for the thing that you want. And use it to pinpoint the beliefs that are going to serve you in getting the things that you desire. Amazing. So it's been a pretty woo kind of an episode today. I'm just going to go ahead and dollop on a good old dash of woo too to help you on your way. Because actually today's dash of woo is really designed to make sure that you are starting your vision board from the best place possible. So the whole point of vision boards, like we've been talking about, is that they help you to manifest the things that you desire. But here's the thing. So often we're not fully in tune with our desires and we can end up, like I was mentioning, making what we quote unquote want all about either making others happy or all about achieving somebody else's vision of success or happiness or joy or pleasure rather than taking the time to really get familiar with and get clarity on and define our own desires. So 
To make your vision board truly effective, you need to reconnect with your heart and your desires. So one simple but really effective technique that I have for this, and it's actually a technique that I'm using inside my course, Limitless Money, to help all of my students in there uh, reconnect with their desires so that they can create the money that they truly desire. But a technique that I use in there, and I'm going to share with you here, is to close your eyes. So if you're driving or otherwise operating heavy machinery, I can't imagine that you are, but hey, if you are, high five. Um, but if you're doing something that prevents this, obviously use common sense and then go ahead and do this later. But if you are somewhere that you can do this now, what you will do to reconnect to your heart so that you can actually really tune into those desires is you want to connect your head and your heart. We spend so much time up in our heads and we don't drop down into our hearts but we want the two to be connected so they can act as like a a channel if you will like the desires ping from your heart up to your head so you can think about them does that make sense it's not scientific it's just how I imagine it (laughs) so what I would love you to do is close your eyes and take some long deep breaths then place one hand on your heart so that you can feel the warmth of your hand on your heart and then place the other hand on your forehead and when you do this you connect energetically those two centers and those are two of the biggest energy centers of your body right your brain and your heart and when they're connected it really can help us to tune into what do I want what do I desire what would light me up what would make me truly happy what would feel amazing what would bring me pleasure and joy and happiness so do that sit down somewhere quiet connect your heart and your mind in this way take some really long deep breaths make sure that you have a journal or a piece of paper and a pen nearby and just sit and be still just sit and be still and just ask yourself what do I desire and just see what pops up don't force it and maybe one thing comes up maybe 10 or 20 things come up maybe you get one today and you do the practice next time and you get five the next time it doesn't matter but don't force it You don't need to create your vision board today. There's no hurry here, right? There's no hurry with these things. We can take our time, but if you can do this, you will make a much more effective vision board because you will be going after your true heart's desires. It can be anything. Don't limit yourself because you know you are limitless, right? Ah, see what I did there. So that is today's Dash of Woo. Definitely use that if you're going to be going and creating your own vision board. Use it, love it, tell me about it. I hope you've been enjoying today's show and hearing all about vision boards and how you can be using them as a really powerful tool to manifest the things that you desire. If you go ahead and create your own vision board, tell me about it. Either if you want to share it with us, go ahead, take a photo of it and tag me on Instagram at Corrie Javid. Or if you don't want to share it that publicly, come and share it inside the Limitless Mothers Facebook group. Or just send me an email at support at corriejavid.com and tell me about your vision board because I want to cheer you on and also I want to celebrate with you when you manifest like all of the things on it. If this topic of manifestation is getting you really fired up and you want more ways that you can be manifesting your desires, then head over to the Limitless Mother template shop, corriejavid.com forward slash shop and grab my guided manifestation meditation template. This is the very guided meditation that I use to manifest the things that I desire. So I use this in conjunction with my vision board to manifest the things that I desire. 
So you remember how I was just talking about how your vision board can be a really great way of pinpointing the beliefs, the things that you need to believe in order to go ahead and manifest the things that you want. Well, once I have identified those beliefs, you know what I do, I go ahead and I pop them into a new guided meditation, it takes me like five minutes, 10 minutes tops to create one of these things using my template because the template makes it so easy. And then I just put it on my phone and pop my earbuds in every night before I go to bed and I am reprogramming my subconscious with the beliefs that I need to manifest the things on my vision board. How cool is that? If you want to grab your own copy of my template, head over to the Limitless Mother template shop, corriejava.com forward slash shop, because it has $10 off right now when you use the code EL10 at checkout. So go and treat yourself because you are going to love this template. It can grow and change with you, meaning that anytime you want to install new beliefs, anytime you want to be manifesting something new in your life, and that can be anything. You can be manifesting more confidence. You could be manifesting feeling more calm and content. You could be manifesting something really tangible and specific like a family holiday to Disney. This is the beautiful thing about this template is that it is so flexible. You slot in in the middle of the guided meditation script. You slot in the things that you want to be programming into your subconscious. You go ahead and record it. It's got all the instructions in there. So it's super easy to do. And then you just listen to it as you go to sleep. That's it. How easy is that? And you are shortcutting your way to success. What's not to like? So head over to the shop, corriejavid.com forward slash shop to grab your copy while it still has the $10 off. That discount's not going to hang around forever with this template and it will be ending fairly soon. See, told you it was a good episode. Now let's get into bringing this up to speed for 2021. First of all, what didn't I manifest from my 2020 vision board? So I made my 2020 vision board in January of 2020. <laughs> uh, bless that January version of me, <laughs> having no clue what was about to come. Um, in 2020, right? So in my naivety, what did I make on my vision board? Well, I'm going to tell you what I didn't manifest and then what I did manifest. So some of the things that I didn't manifest, the main theme on my vision board that I didn't manifest is travel. So I've got a ton of travel related stuff. We had big travel plans for 2020, all of them left in tatters. <laughs> um, and so that's a big, um, theme of something that I didn't manifest. I also have on there some boats. I love spending time on the water, whether that is while we're away or in some other way. One of our friends has a sailing boat and we've been out on that a few times and I was really hoping that we might explore sailing or just the waters around here in a bigger way. Um, and other than a day kayaking, which was also enjoyable, we didn't spend any time on the water, so we didn't manifest that. I'm just leaning over to look at my vision board. But I kind of want to say, yes, everything else on my vision board, I did manifest. So I'm not going to go into all of the ins and outs of my vision board, <laughs> like itemize it for you. But my point being that other than travel, which was literally taken out of my hands, I was still able to manifest all of the things that I wanted from my vision board. Now, 
I'm at a point where I don't put a ton of physical things on my vision board anymore. Not that there's wrong with wanting to manifest material things. Um, they just don't really do much for me. I'm much more of an experiential type of person. You just need to know what works for you, as I mentioned in the episode, right? But even the thing, the main thing that I didn't manifest, which was travel, here's what I did manifest instead. Well, when I'm looking at my vision board right now, when I see those photos and images that I've chosen to evoke the feeling of travel, what I'm really tuning into and what I'm really desiring to create as an experience for myself is that feeling of connectedness with my family, with my husband and my daughter, because um, you probably heard me say this, but um, a couple of the photos that I have on my vision board are us on holidays and just that feeling of just absolutely loving experiencing where we're being and being together. One of them is the, the one that I use all the time of us on the aeroplane about to take off. Um, and the other one is um, of us from our big road trip that we did around Canada in 2019. And so although I didn't manifest the travel, of course, what I did manifest was just a ton of connection with my husband and daughter because I'm spending so much extra time together and still that sense of adventure. So we took off a week in May and a week in August, even though we knew we weren't going to be traveling. And we really threw ourselves into adventure in our local area instead and really enjoyed everything that mother nature has to offer around here for us and so I still had a similar experience I still manifested a similar experience now it's not quite the same as the newness and the kind of intrigue of being somewhere a different country that perhaps you've not visited before or trying new foods but actually now that I've just said that and again this isn't exactly the same but the kind of essence of it is similar uh during lockdown i got really fed up with the curriculum <laughs> of learning that the school was sending through and i kind of tore it up and created my own thing um or kind of winged it i should say um and one of the things my daughter and I did was we did a different country a day. She's got this really excellent maps book like all illustrated maps with beautiful drawings and each map shows you all these different things about each country like what do they eat there what kind of native animals are there a typical boy's name and a typical girl's name just for interest what kind of national dress do they wear if there's some kind of kind of outfit costume <laughs> type of affair that's national there and so we found out facts uh, about it then we watched a travel blog for that country and then on many of the days not all we cooked some food from that country so we still did our best to create that experience and yeah it's not the same no one's saying it's the same but we still had that time exploring together. We still had that time enjoying new things together. We still had that time learning about new cultures together. So my vision board did kind of work still in that way that we had all of that connected time as a family, like way more than I was expecting. We still had that sense of adventure. And then we still had this exploration of other cultures just in a smaller and less hands-on kind of way. So um, it's just... I wanted to mention that because sometimes we kind of miss what we did manifest and our manifestations can come to us in different forms and we need to be understanding when we're calling something in what it is that's really important to us about that. What is the essence of it? And then we can see whether or not we have manifested the essence of it. And sometimes when we don't manifest something literally in terms of I was wanting this thing in this specific way, if we're still just open energetically and open to receive, sometimes we can manifest in a way that's even better than we could have conceived of ourselves. And so 
it's always really worth um, mentioning that because it's easy to just look at like a vision board as almost like a checklist and go, oh, it didn't match up exactly. But it's, I think it's a really great tool, a vision board, not just to manifest, but also to understand your powers of manifestation better. I spend a lot of time just reflecting on why I have or haven't manifested things from my board or how I might have manifested it in a different and unexpected way. So I would just encourage you to use your vision board in the same way. So if you have a 2020 vision board, go get it back out of the bin <laughs> if you haven't burned it. Um, and I would definitely recommend having some reflection time, just saying, well, did I manifest this in, in another way, though, that was 2020 appropriate or possible? Um, or what was I really going for here? And see what you can learn from, I think we learn actually more sometimes from the things that we don't manifest from our vision boards than the things that we do, or the things that we do when we manifest it in a different way. So that's a little update in terms of like my 2020 vision board versus kind of rea manifestation reality. The other one that I just want to mention is something that I did manifest in a way bigger way than I was expecting is I remember I had this phrase just rolling around in my mind in January 2020. I took myself off for my, remember my CEO me treat, as I called it, instead of a retreat, um, to a hotel in London back when I used to do more things like that. <laughs> and and this phrase that I had rolling around in my mind was more soul connection. And I just felt like I was really deeply craving it. And wow, 2020 has been such a vehicle for that. It's given me such an opportunity by literally forcing us inwards, both physically, but then um, reflectively to create that. And then through, as I've already mentioned, so I won't go into it a ton on the last episode, like I have this new yoga practice, which is just very much a habit for me now, which I relish and adore and it has helped me to nurture this soul connection in such a big way that I don't think would have happened otherwise so that is something that I kind of had represented on my vision board and that I've received in a massive way that I would not have anticipated or expected so um, those are just some of the things that I have and haven't manifested from my vision board oh there is one more thing that I haven't manifested from my vision board and I think I'm taking it off I've had it on there before I talked about it in the show I was manifesting a newer version of my same car I've reflected on why I haven't manifested this I could afford it so it's not like oh I'm waiting to quote-unquote afford it uh, I just don't think it's important enough to me. I just don't think that it is in true and authentic alignment with what I want. I think it's more one of those outside things, you know, that we sometimes do. Outside validation seeking somehow, I wonder. Mm. Not that I won't ever buy that car for myself. I'm still open to it. I've just realized from not manifesting it that it's not actually that important to me. So, I'm taking it off the 2021 vision board. So I'd love you to have a think about what you did and didn't manifest. If you had a vision board in 2020, it's very useful and fruitful exercise to just have a, a little reflect on it so you can understand how you work, what's important to you in a bigger and deeper way. Let's talk about creating a vision board in the right way for 2021. So given that we've had more than one curveball thrown at us in 2020, how can you curveball proof your vision board? So, for example, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't want to be putting a ton of travel on your 2021 vision board because we don't know what's going to happen. But actually, I mean, I think it's like I'm still putting travel on mine because I'm intending to travel. I'm going to be turning 40. I am traveling <laughs> to celebrate my birthday. I've decided I'm going to manifest it for all of us. Um, but how can you 
curveball proof your vision board so that you don't feel like you end up with a vision board full of disappointment like oh all of the things that I wanted and didn't have like that is when a vision board can really work against you and like you know see earlier in the show when I talked about how if it starts creating pressure for you or actually making you dwell on the gap between you and the thing or the lack of the thing then it stops working for you as a tool and it actually starts working against you as a manifestation tool right but here are some of the things that you can do now none of them have actually anything to do with how you go about creating your vision board really um that all still stays the same it still works in the same way that i described for you when i created the original episode in i think 2019 so but it's more about how you are thinking about your vision board and using it um, and maybe how you're curating what you're putting on it a little bit too so first and foremost it's a really good idea to detach from timelines. So I don't know about you, but previously I've used my vision boards with just this kind of expectation that I'm going to manifest the things on it within a sort of six month to 12 months time frame. Like I expect to need a new vision board within about six months, maximum 12 months, because I'll have manifested everything on it. So I'm kind of thinking, I use it as a way of sort of thinking about the year ahead and what I want to create as an experience for myself. Um, And so I will still be doing that, but I want to detach more from timelines. So one of the things that I had on a previous vision board, not this particular incarnation, but one that I talked about in earlier in the episode was um, this trip to Australia. Well, actually, we decided not to go. And that was the real reason why we didn't go. And that wasn't even one of the plans that got burnt down to the ground in 2020. So that's not why we didn't manifest that one. We actually decided we didn't want to do that at this time. Now it's back on the cards. Now we've been, um, we have uh, our friend Eddie in Brazil. And Eddie, he's not in Brazil. He's from Brazil. He's living in Australia and he's desperate for us to go out and see him there. We have other friends in Australia too. So it's back on the cards anyway, but it's back on the cards and we're tentatively saying 2021, but we're not feeling as attached to the timeline there. We're like, we're intentionally going. It may be because we're thinking towards the end of 2021 anyway. It may be towards the end of 2021. We'll see. So detaching from timelines a little bit more can really serve you with your vision board because it's not like you can't manifest things even if circumstances are seeming like they're in the way. So sometimes circumstances are are like really quite significant blockers like you know if you've planned a holiday and you physically weren't able to go on that holiday in 2020 it can seem like well what what's the point of having on things done there that circumstances can actually get in the way of but it's not like that holiday is never possible so that's why I'm talking about detaching from timelines and so you need to decide when you're gathering together the things the places the experiences, whatever that you want to be putting on your vision board for 2021, it's up to you to decide like, how urgent is this? And actually, the more we can detach from timelines, often the sooner it comes to us anyway. But if you put a timeline on it, they can feel like pressure. And then the other outcome can be, if you don't manifest it, you can feel like failure, like, oh, well, I didn't manifest that. That must mean I suck at manifestation. No, no, it could be literally just around the corner for you. So you just need to trust and hold the faith that it's manifesting. So Number one, how to curveball proof. That is actually not very easy to say. I'm not sure why I coined that phrase. <laughs> Number one is detach from timelines. Number two is remind yourself of your own power. So in order to curveball proof your vision board, 
you want to be thinking about the power that you do have, the power that you do have to create experiences and feelings for yourself. You've still and always will be um, able to choose your experience of reality. Now, we cannot always dictate and choose our circumstances, but we can choose our experience of them. That's the power that we do have. So if you just bring that reminder of that power to the creation of your vision board, then it will help you to actually expand your energy and broaden your horizons and think laterally about manifesting some of the things on there. So if you put something on there for 2021, and at some point, there's some kind of curveball that comes in that makes it look like now it might not be quote unquote possible. If you remind yourself of your own power in that moment, it's going to help you instead of narrowing in your energy and narrowing in your receive mode in that moment of thinking, oh, it's not possible. It's going to help you expand back out again and say, okay, it might not be possible in the way that I was anticipating, but I'm staying open to receive this in whichever way that it can come to me. And I'm going to find a way to create that essence of that thing, maybe in a different way. So, you know, how I was talking about, okay, we didn't travel, but really what am I after when we're traveling, being connected to my family, that quality time, exploration and adventure, well, we still did, I still did manage to manifest those things because I am still in control of my experience of my reality, right? So that's number two in, in our list of how to curveball proof your vision board. Number three is another reminder. So these are mainly reminders, right? But it's worth having them. (laughs) Um, And I'm reminding myself as well. Um, A reminder that happiness, joy, abundance, contentment, they all come actually from within. We're so programmed to believe that they come from things lining up neatly outside of us, people behaving in the way that we want them to behave, circumstances being in the perfect conditions, and then finally I get to feel happy or joyful, or then I get to receive abundance, or then I get to be content. And actually all of those feelings come from inside of us. Um, And it can be so empowering and freeing to really realize that because when we're putting anything on our vision board, it always comes down to a feeling that we're trying to create. And often those feelings are those things that I've listed, like happiness, joy, abundance, whatever resonates, feels true for you. That doesn't come from the attainment of the thing that you're putting on the vision board. It comes from inside of you in that moment. It comes from you deciding in that moment, okay, now I feel like I can be happy, joyful, or receive abundance, etc. So really being reminded of that power to cultivate that from within is such a great way of curveball proofing your vision board because then you're not saying oh I can't be happy because I was waiting until I manifested that thing to finally be happy I was waiting until I finally manifested that thing in order to feel abundant I was finally waiting to manifest that thing until dot 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 insert your feeling there you have the opportunity always to cultivate those feelings from inside of you. And we can remember that, then those curveballs don't hit us so hardly. The impact and the shockwaves of them don't ripple out for so long because we can go, okay, this has happened and now how can I find a happiness, joy and abundance and contentment you know, not maybe not immediately, it depends what kind of curveball it is. Like I've said before, we must acknowledge, sit in and process any negative emotions as they come up. But then beyond that, we get to get back to cultivating these feelings that are really that we're after when we're creating this vision board. That's ultimately what it all comes down to. Yes. Um, 
Fourth on our list of how to curveball proof your vision board is to use it as an opportunity to expand your thinking. So I kind of touched on this a little bit in terms of you're always able to choose your experience of reality, but it's a really great way of engaging your problem solving side of your brain and staying open to receive because the universe wants you to have what you want to have, right? And and it, but it wants you, it, it will give it to you if you believe you can have it, but it will sometimes come to you in another guise or through another channel than you were anticipating. So it's really important to stay open so that it can come to us through the path of least resistance. Um, and sometimes it's literally just staying open and trusting and surrendering that thing that we want to manifest from our vision boards. And sometimes it's actually looking at it and thinking, okay, I'm going to set my brain to work here. My brain's going to find a way to make this happen. It really is very expansive energetically. So use your board even more than you have been in that way in 2021. It's going to really serve you. Um, and then finally, to curveball proof your vision board I think it's a great idea to be really curating images that are, I already said, like, in order to create a vision board the right way, you need to be including things that evoke emotion for you. They evoke a feeling because that's really how the vision board works, right? But I think personally, given like the kind of year that we had, I'm grateful that the vision board that I created was very like an experiential type of vision board. There was very few tangible things on there. It was more about how I want to feel generally um, than I was representing through images. And I think the more we do that, the more we will curveball proof our vision board and actually keeping things to a more general feeling sometimes can serve you, but you don't have to. You can absolutely go and go and slap something super specific on there that you just really desire, my love. You are allowed to desire that. Just go ahead and do it. But also be thinking about just the kind of feelings that you, the kind of experience that you want to curate throughout 2021. And then lean into that even more and lean into those feelings even more as you are creating your vision board. I think that's going to really serve you going into 2021. And this is what I'm going to be doing too. And then finally, um, and this is true always, this isn't just contextually true, but always I just want to remind you that the thing that's going to help you manifest is yes, getting your energy on point, which is the point of a vision board because it helps you to evoke and spark that emotion, which is vibration, energy and motion, right? Which gets you into alignment with the thing that you want. But if your beliefs um, are not on point with that, then you are going to be creating a kind of conflicting energy, like desiring it, feeling the feelings of having it, but also if you're at the same time feeling like it's not safe to have it, or I don't really believe I can have it, or, um, you know, otherwise trash talking yourself um, and not believing that you are worthy of it or deserving it or not believing, like I said, it's safe to have it, then it will be much harder to manifest from your vision board. So the real work to do once you've created your vision board is to just tune in energetically to each of the things on there and see if any limiting beliefs pop up that you can kill and shift into a more empowering belief. Really, if you want your vision board to be super effective, if you use it as that tool to tune into 
um, your beliefs and see where your beliefs are in, in alignment with the thing that you're wanting to manifest from your board and where they are not. And then where they are not and you've, sh- you've been able to shine a light on a limiting belief, then using that opportunity to shift out of that and reprogram your mind with something more empowering so that you believe that you are worthy, able, capable, enough, whatever is the thing that came up. Or even it's just building up that sense of trust as well. That's another big thing um, of having the thing that you put on there. That's going to be the thing that shortcuts your manifestations and makes them happen so much quicker. Because guess what? If we desire a thing, but ultimately at a subconscious level, don't believe we can have it, aren't worthy of it, aren't capable, all of the things, uh, then we are at the same time repelling it. So that's what are my extra little bonus tip that actually has nothing to do with the times that we've been finding ourselves in, but it's just a really great way to actually not just make your vision board the right way, but then use it in the right way going forward. All right, my love, it has been so good getting all extra manifesty with you. I hope you enjoyed this kind of remastered version of how to create your vision board the right way. Do you know what I want you to do? When you have created your vision board, I would love you to either just let me know, send me an email to support at corriejavid.com or a DM on Instagram at corriejavid. If you feel so bold, you could take a photo of your vision board, share it. Great way of sending that declaration of intention out into the universe. Share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Corrie Javid or if that doesn't feel good you can come and share it in the safety and the loving embrace of our Facebook group Limitless Mothers we would love to have you share it in there too and then keep me updated when you manifest the things on it so I can give you a virtual high five and do a little happy dance for you yay um if you enjoyed today's episode share it with a friend too because we want to spread the love and the powers of manifestation around here don't we um if you want to find out more about today's show you can do so in the show notes over at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash vision board 2021 and do not forget my love you are limitless bye for now Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.